Upload Path podcast is a creative brew of nature magic practices. Each episode will have a different theme linked to the particular season. And on occasion, there will be interviews with like-minded guests. Insights will be shared from witch walks, journeying, nature connections, oracles, and wise woman talk. Come sit in a virtual circle to honour sacred wildness. Welcome to the seventh episode of the Antler Path podcast. I'm Hilary, and this is the Call of the Kylak, the wild Celtic hag, old woman of winter, and spirit of ancient landscapes associated with Ireland, Scotland, and the Isle of Man. I am passionate about her stories, places, and wintry spells. I'm so grateful to have Rhiannon with me again for this episode and excited to share with you a recent interview with Irish artist Jane Brideson, creator of the Wisdom of the Kyliac Oracle Deck. And this is a different form of interview as Jane wanted to write her answers, so I'll be reading those shortly with the help of Rhiannon. So we will start by opening our sacred space, from where we gather in a circle. This is a key part of the Antlered Path podcast. So soften your gaze or close your eyes. Arrive now within your heart space, noticing your breath. Drop your shoulders. Exhale tensions and attachments. Breathing in calm and breathing out love. Feel the spirits of air cleansing your mind. and your thoughts as you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Feel the spirits of fire strengthening your inner flame. Notice the warmth within you as you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And feel the spirits of water flowing with ease, balancing you, sensing the water within you as you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And feel the spirits of earth grounding you and supporting your whole being, feeling the beauty of rootedness at home with you. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth.
we welcome all our allies, seen and unseen, known and unknown, who look upon us with kind eyes to weave their sacred knowledge and inspiration through this circle. This is our sacred sanctuary of safety, where we share ancient and wild communications and healing. And we call on the wise and empowering aspects of Kailak to be with us and show us her essence at this heart of icy winter tide. And now bring your awareness to the present, noticing how you feel and opening your heart space to the wisdom that you need at this time. And so the intention for this episode is to honour Kailak and respond to her call. I'm just going to offer an introduction of sorts about her and then we will share the interview I created with Jane Brideson. So who is Kailak? The word translates as old woman hag. In Gaelic Scots, Irish and Manx myths, she's often depicted as a veiled hag, ancient ancestor who helped create the wild landscapes associated with winter, storms and drama. I'm going to share some insights on Kailak associated with the Scottish Highlands by J.G. McKay, who was a folklorist and historian, and he wrote about her in his 1939 published paper, The Deer Cult and the Deer Goddess Cult of the Ancient Caledonians. So he says that the Kailak is often portrayed as an Irish goddess, but other Kailak are all intensely localised and have territorial designations linked to a glen, river and so on. And in his references to her archetypes, McKay says, All are gigantic. They are indeed the most tremendous creatures of Gallic myth. One was so tall that when wading across the sound of Mull, the water reached only to her knee. The knee of another reached the lintel of the doorway. One sings about her deer or speaks of her darling deer and another calls her deer the beast of my love. All take a great interest in these animals but never speak of bovine cattle. They seem to own the deer. They drive them, herd them and milk them. The gigantic stature of these old women, their love for their deer, the fact that their dealings are almost exclusively with hunters, and the fact that each is referred to as a banshee or supernatural woman, seems sufficient warrant for calling them deer goddesses. Not one of the highland deer goddesses shows any sign of domestication. Not one wields a distaff a pitchfork or a broom. They are all creatures of the wild. This is very significant 
and suggests a great antiquity. Their legends also are of the simplest and read very much like chapters in natural history. There is nothing like a march of events or a series of adventures leading up to a climax. This also indicates antiquity, on the principle that the more simple, the more primitive. It is further to be noted as a matter of the first importance that no giant or gigantic male being is ever associated with the deer. I know of only two tales in which a deer changes into a man, which I feel sure are corrupt, inasmuch as in all other tales of a deer becoming human, the animal always turns into a woman. And so I really recommend his paper for those who are interested in the topic of ancient deer goddesses, and in particular his findings related to a pre Celtic deer cult. I refer to his paper and to his findings in more depth in my online Deer Witch workshop, which is available through my Kofi shop. So now moving on to the interview with Jane Brideson. And as I mentioned earlier, she is the creator of the stunning Wisdom of the Kylak, an oracle and journey with the old woman of Ireland. There are 22 oracle cards and seven old women cards. The oracle cards have insights from Jane on how to work with them. Card interpretations along with the cards depicted in full glorious colour. Jane has written a poem for each face of the seven old women and encourages us to work with them and create our own unique relationships with them. So now to welcome Rhiannon. Would you like to start the interview and I will do my best with Jane's answers? Yes, of course. Do let me know how you pronounce Kalia, as there are a few variations I have noticed. Firstly, I just wanted to say thank you for this opportunity. The Kailak has been nudging me recently to get started on a new project and your questions have refocused me. Kailak is an Irish word and there are several pronunciations, but I tend to go with Kailak. I want to start by saying that here and in Scotland, as I understand it, there are many Kailakar each being associated with different areas and landscapes. So the Kailak is probably a title and may have been a way of referring to your local old woman, rather than being one all-encompassing figure or goddess. When did you first start to become aware of the Kailak and in what ways did she communicate with you? I first heard of the Kailak about 30 years ago. Back then I associated her with the idea of a crone, as in the pagan concept of maiden mother crone. But as I read more folklore, I realised these old women were very specific to Ireland, Scotland and the Isle of Man, where my family comes from. Although there are similar figures in other cultures, the idea of a crone associated with winter did inspire some early paintings, but it wasn't until years later, when I was in my 50s and living in Ireland, that I really felt her presence in the landscape, 
though there wasn't any sort of communication for a good years later. I think I needed to age and mature a bit longer. How would you define the Kailak from your experiences to someone who was new to her? The Kailak is difficult to define and takes many forms. Kailaka may be spirits of place, venerated ancestors, goddesses, forces of nature, or the local wise women. For me, she is ancient, a wise old woman who can be gentle, slow, and silent, but can also cackle with energy and swear profusely. She has witnessed so much that there is nothing which can surprise or shock her. She accepts us as we are, with all our frailties, fears and blemishes. She can be brutally honest, shining a light on our inner selves, bringing about painful realisations when we need it. The old woman can also be a great comforter, especially about our fears and feelings around ageing. She always brings about change. You created such a stunning and sacred deck, the wisdom of the Kailak Oracle. How can you share how this came about? So about 20 years ago, I had a dream in which I held a pack of cards that I'd created. I thought then they were a tarot pack, but this felt wrong somehow, as though I was imposing a framework that was foreign onto this land. So I did nothing more. Much later, I had an exhibition, Tales from the Kailak, at the centre of Schlieve Nakaili, the Heel of the Kailak, for which I did lots of research into Irish folklore and mythology. And it was from this and remembering an experience with herself that I will tell you about later, that the seed was planted for the wisdom of the Kailak Oracle. Also, through the exhibition, I met many women who felt a need to see positive images of older women. So the dream cards resurfaced in my mind and I realised that the focus of the deck was the old women of Ireland and that it needed to be grounded in the landscape and law. There are such a variety of aspects to the Kylak provided through the deck um, has this awareness come through mostly your personal journey with her? Yes, and from research and visiting sites associated with the Kailaka. When I was researching, I felt the mythology of the old women described several distinct individuals or groups, the goddess of sovereignty and the wise women, for example. They later became the circle of old women, who seemed to me to permeate the island. When I'd completed their paintings, I had some interesting experiences with them. One was with the dear mother. When COVID restrictions had finally lifted in May of that year and we were allowed to travel, my partner and myself booked a short holiday on the West Coast. We left home early, around five, and although the sun was shining, there was a thick mist rising from the roads, which was very beautiful and magical. After driving for a couple of hours, we stopped to have a break and walk our dog in a forest park we know well. The main gates to the park were still locked, but there was a wee open gate to one side, so we walked the dog 
and then sat in the car looking into the park. Ahead of us was a long, twisting driveway, surrounded on both sides by dense woodland, which was filled with mist. We sat in silence just looking, and after a few minutes, two deer walked out from the trees onto the road, followed by a fawn. They stood for a while, then turned their heads and walked back into the woods the way they came. Then out from the same group of trees stepped an older woman, followed by the deer. She was quite tall, with shoulder-length white hair, dressed in pale grey loose pants and a grey top. She strode across the road, then disappeared, along with the deer, into the forest on the other side. We were so surprised that all we could do was acknowledge that we both saw her and recognised her as one of the old women. How do you feel the Kailak communicates through places in the landscape, as there are many locations associated with her in Ireland and Scotland? I have visited many sites in Ireland associated with various Kailaka. I tend to sit in silence and just be. I have left offerings now and then, usually a flower or a small white quartz stone. I find that nothing much happens at the time, but later there are odd occurrences, chance meetings with people or inspirations for a new painting. However, I can tell you one experience at a sacred site that changed me and my work forever. I visited Shlivna Kaili, the hill of the Kailak, years ago, and at that time you could get a key from the local cafe that would unlock the gate into Cairn Tea, the place of the Kailak, in Garvaug. I climbed the hill to the Cairn and met a small group of women who were leaving the mound. They had the key and offered to leave the gate open for me so I could sit alone inside while they explored the rest of the hill. I walked down the short passage between carved standing stones and then crawled into the central chamber. It was dark and a bit chilly, but I sat on the earthen floor and closed my eyes. After a while, I felt warmth beneath me that spread upwards and I heard a woman's voice speak. She said, If ever you doubt that I exist, remember that I have been here for ages and I will be here forever. I wept because I had been doubting my path and then lay curled on the floor until I was calm. I finally came out from the mound. The hill was deserted and I knew that it was the Kailak of Garvaug that had spoken. Can you describe a practice that you use to connect more deeply with her? I sometimes use the cards, breathing deeply and focusing on a specific old woman and closing my eyes and waiting. Eventually images or words come. Usually I just sit alone in the quiet early morning, watching the sun rise or in the winter when it's still dark, I light a fire and sit watching the flames. As my mind drifts, 
I'll hear one or other speak. So that is the end of the interview. Many thanks to Jane for her answers and inspiration. And do check out her art and her work if you do not know of it. And I will share links on my social media platforms too. So now I would like to invite Rhiannon uh, to share her creative offering in honour of Kailak, a personal and heartfelt piece. And I know you feel her strongly and we often talk about her in terms of the winter winds and the hold that she has on the land until the spring fully emerges, don't we? Yes, we do. Um, so this offering came via a dream of the Kailak that I had a couple of weeks ago and I've entitled it Kailak Dreaming. I met you in my dreams as I walked the liminal spaces on threads of silver light spun by the moon and the starlight. You sat so quietly and calmly on an earth mound in the woods. Your hair, long silver tendrils blowing around your head. Your skin an iridescent blue with magic markings swirling and moving over your skin telling their own magic. Your eyes locked on mine. Your icy cold stare with a hint of a twinkle in the centres. Your third eye opened momentarily as if to see deep into my soul. The warm of the amber glare warmed my heart. Around your shoulders, you wore played of earthen tones. You spoke in an ancient tongue of one who has been here for millennia. And you said, old stones, old bones have brought me here to you. Be like the animals in winter. Retreat inwards to your inner bone cave. Go deep. Take stock of what you have achieved and make way for more to come. Keep your mind, emotions and your body healthy. Rest in the winter wonderland. See my beauty in the snow and ice-covered landscapes. Feel me there with you. Look with eyes open wide, for there is much beauty in the winter and the winter years of our lives. You are becoming crone, not the hag as society sees, but the wise, quiet, loving hag crone. So misunderstood for centuries. Root deep like a tree into your winter years. Feel these roots sink deeper and deeper into a new way of being. Embrace the crondom. Be like me, the Kylak. Stand firm in your old bones, for old bones carry much wisdom that others seek. 
wear the antlered crown of silver, stand in your aging sovereignty, blessed be. Thank you so much, sister, so beautiful. And now I will share the oracle ally of the episode and unsurprisingly connecting to the wisdom of the Kylak Oracle. The aspect of her wisdom I picked from the deck is that of the long road. Jane shares on this card, a long journey lies before you, a period of exploration, discovery and challenge, time to leave behind the old way of life and embark on a different way of being. Pictured in this card is the old woman, in a cloak, walking down a liminal wooded corridor where the tree canopy changes from light green through golden browns to stark winter branches. I sense the antlered path in this card, the inspiration of different thresholds and liminal wooded space that I will often walk on the land local to me. The gateway between this world and other, or the mundane and sacred. I also sense hedge riding, crossing into the wilder aspects of being and landscape, opening to new ways of understanding and connecting, unravelling of preconceptions and discovering new insights about one's spirituality and higher purpose. The journey depicted in the card is rooted in the sacred language of trees also, I sense, which leads me to reflect on the Uum and the Celtic tree alphabet, or symbols. As one walks with the trees, one understands the tree spirits and the ancient ancestors more clearly. The green, golden and white aspects within the picture also convey a sense of growing old or ageing, from the light green through the golden into the white. And I feel and sense my grey-white hair in the distance, I feel a stronger sense of who I am ahead too, like I am sensing her already, but she is not fully known. The truth is, the long road is our spiritual evolution and growth, our unique sacred journey. So just before we end this episode, I would like to invite you to go within your inner landscape for several minutes or so and connect to your long road. So closing your eyes, find yourself on a wild wooded path. This path passes through a range of mature trees with light green leaves over your head. As you follow this pathway, notice what you are leaving behind, instinctively sensing it. Feel into the presence of Kailak. Ahead, the canopy changes to the golden brown of fall or autumn. You shift with the energy of the trees and you approach the whitish silver of the winter tide. 
and the trees shift even more without their leaves. And here in this winter space, she calls out to you through the winds that she brings with her. Hear my call, wild one. Remember who you are. You notice your awareness shifting. You notice any sensations in your body. Follow her call. Breathing her strength and knowledge as it flows through the trees. Now bring your awareness back to where you are. Notice the energy and light and her energy. How can she inspire you, this wild old woman of the Celtic lands, on this long road ahead of you? Now notice where you are on the long road and bring your awareness back to where you are. Breathing slowly, feeling yourself connected to the rooted earth beneath you. Feeling yourself grounded. And I would love to know of your connections from this if you wish to share them also. So that's uh, coming to the end now of our Call of the Kailak episode. Thank you so much for listening. I would like to thank Jane Brideson for your art and reflections and also Rhiannon for your help with the episode. Please check out my social media updates for further connections to Kylak and Jane's work. And you can find out more about my Dear Witch workshop through the Kofi shop, as I mentioned earlier. The next episode in late February will be in honour of the essence of early spring and my working title is The Wild Muse. I'd just like to say thank you Hilary for inviting me to be part of the Kailat podcast. It has been a wonderful journey. Thank you. Thank you so much and blessed be.